Good afternoon, listeners. Welcome to the Chavez and Lakori Show. I'm Isabel. And I'm Louise. And this is our weekly segment on urban places and spaces as part of our ongoing series, All About Cities. So, today we're going to focus on the Berlin Wall Memorial. Isabel, is this the only part of the wall left in Berlin? No, actually there are a lot of other sites, like the Berlin Wall Memorial, such as the Eastside Gallery. But the Eastside Gallery is a place which uses the Berlin Wall kind of as an artistic symbol of unification without explicit focus on the significance of the space it inhabits. But the Berlin Wall kind of tries to recreate a strictly authentic place close to the original, through which people can move and create their own experience, all within the framework of a commercial and professional memorial site. So we actually have a caller on the line from France who has just visited the site. Hi there. Hi, Isabel and Louise. What I could not believe about the site was how much there was to see, especially stuff from the time. There was obviously the wall, but also lampposts and the cross from the old church, all the photos of people who lived and died there, the rounded top of the wall, which I had not seen before. It really helped to paint a picture of what it was like at the time. Plus all the stories from the people who lived in the houses, even videos of people escaping. There was just so much history to see. It really felt like they were making a point of how historical the place was and how authentic they've tried to make the sites. That is so true. The historical significance and authenticity of the space is really emphasized by the memorial site. Yeah, and I mean, this makes sense in the context of Berlin. As a really key article by Nikushki and Spittler on this topic discusses, Berlin actually hosts a highly competitive environment of remembrance culture. So by presenting itself as authentic and in possession of huge historical value, the site is viable to more commercial funding and status as a tourist destination. Totally agree. The spatial location of the site is also important. Uh, Berner Strasse was a dynamic place in the history division and subject to media attention at the time due to the high number of escapes, deaths, and its spatial proximity to the border. That's so true. And what's really most unique about this site is the inclusion of the preserved death strip. As that same article discusses, the artistic choice for visitors to only be able to glimpse part of this iconic space is really significant. And on that topic, I think we have a caller on the nine. Hi, my name is Annie, and what I thought was really interesting was only being able to see through cracks in the wall on the eastern side. I really felt like I was in the shoes of an East Berliner for a fraction of a second, which gave me an understanding of the struggle the space represents. That's so interesting. And so, Annie, in comparison to other places in the city, what do you think was different about the Berlin Wall Memorial? Well, I just visited Checkpoint Charlie, which has all the soldiers and costumes and everything, but I really feel like this space let me draw my own conclusions and imagine people's experiences in a much more authentic way. That's such a great point, Annie. Thanks for calling. Yeah, and as the Berlin Wall Memorial states, traces of the... Traces of the border obstacles on display help to make the history of Germany's division comprehensible to visitors. Right, exactly. And the more recent addition of the Watchtower deserves to be mentioned here as well, um, as the ability for visitors to gain an overview of the site from the western side detracts from the artistic vision of the space. This fits in with the ideas about east and west domination over Berlin's contemporary memorial culture. All right, well, we have another caller on the line. Hello. Hi there, Isabel and Louise. Yeah, I was just at the Berlin Wall Memorial the other day. I live in Berlin now, and I was just enjoying the sunshine on the grassy area with my friends, and that's what I really love about this space. 
Not only is it a space of commemoration for division, but it's also a space that now represents unification and is used by Berliners for everyday purposes. It has real flexibility. That's a really interesting point. It is interesting that our tour guide commented on people's use of this space, such as taking picnics and the like. The green space located on the former death strip provides a different dimension, potentially offering visitors a free space symbolic of unified Berlin. This also ties the site into a broader debate on the appropriate use and design of commemorative spaces in Berlin. Well, do you know, after all that, I think that's all we've got time for today, listeners. But before we go, a final point to think about is that by choosing the iconic space of the Bernauer Straße and trying to encompass multiple historical features of this east-west divide, the Berlin Wall Memorial illustrates the conflicts and concepts that surround many of Berlin's commercial and professional memorial spaces, especially questions of authenticity and dominating narratives of the past. Right, and despite all of this, it remains a fascinating site that unlocks a vivid portrait of what divided Berlin may have been like. Well, hope you've enjoyed the show and learned something about the spatial significance of the Berlin Wall Memorial, and if you haven't yet, you should really go and visit it. Thanks to all our callers and our listeners, and see you next week for more on Urban Spaces and Places.